Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. Today is Sunday, October 13th, 2019, and we are on the heels of the full moon. And it has been quite a week. Um, If you'd like to read about it, I wrote my newest blog. It's up on my website, The Golden Astrologer, at Astrologer's Thoughts. You go to the bottom of the page and you see Astrologer's Thoughts and click on it. And I talk about the resilience we've had to have in the face of this full moon and in the face of uh, the sun's transit in the last week, which, if you'll recall, the sun went to Saturn and squared Saturn on Monday, the 7th. And tomorrow it will square Pluto. And this has been a journey. So Saturn and Pluto, as you know, as I've been saying, have been traveling together. And they are about six degrees apart now. And what's happening, you know, with the sun is in Libra and the sun moves in its journey to make different aspects with different planets and since Libra is a cardinal sign and Capricorn is a cardinal sign, they are squared to one another, which is a challenging aspect. Even though their mode is the same, you know, they're both like the initiating types of signs. Cardinality is, is initiating. The Libra sun is always about, you know, refinement and aesthetic and beauty and serenity and peace and peace at any price. <laughs> And there wasn't a whole lot of peace this week, there in the last week. There was a whole lot of the sun squaring Saturn, which is really, we get this twice a year, but in light of the fact that Saturn and Pluto are going to be hanging out together for a long time, the sun going to Saturn like that was the initiation of a process of... um, letting go, seeing the brick wall, letting go of the brick wall, climbing over the brick wall, transcending the brick wall, and getting to the place of understanding and understanding one's own power. So again and again, we are being presented with this scenario where Saturn shows up and we're all bummed out and we feel like there's restrictions and there's things going on that are particularly odd and hard and blocking our progress and then as the sun in this case went to Pluto it it sort of dissolved the Saturnine elements of this so the 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 complications the blockages the resistance which is coming from us the the I don't know what to do situation becomes more enlightened because Pluto is more about transcendence and transformation and getting past the blockage and plowing through the blockage. So what did each of us have to do this past week when we went from Saturn to Pluto? And I watched everybody struggle. Everybody, one by one, everybody had a something. I had a something and my friends had some things and people wrote to me about some things and you know it was it was a complicated week in this last week and this is the story we're in right now and what I really believe is the answer for each of us individually is that Pluto 
has the secret. You know, Pluto is always the underworld, right? So it's, it's, we have to kind of go into the underworld to get to the answer. And we have to go into our own darkness and shine the light in it to get to the answer. So if we're starting off with Saturn, which goes, oh, you can't go here. Sorry. It's like the, the street's blocked. You're not going through. They've, they've put up a blockage. You have to like detour and go another way. Sorry, but I have to get over there. Well, you know, okay, so let's sit back and like own our power. And that's how we get over there, you know, and to get over there, there might be some navigation involved. But really, what's happening is when we get to the Pluto side of things, so tomorrow, the sun will square Pluto, but at 334am Eastern time. So, you know, it's gonna it's happening now for all intents and purposes. Um, so when we get there, we get to when we get to that Pluto, we get to some revelation transformation and maybe it's not some like whopping transformation maybe it is depending on who you are and what's going on in your chart and what's happening is we're getting to this place where we feel and we see our own power and our own creative uh qualities and and pluto's more creative than saturn for sure i mean saturn just kind of works and focuses and commits but Pluto invites us to go into the darkness of our own creativity and question it and ask it things and, and be with it and be in the darkness with it and meditate on it and, and you know, try to find some answers there. And what's happening is when you get to that place, when you get to the place where you throw your hands in the air and you're at Saturn's brick wall or street blockage or whatever, um, cones in the road, <laughs> dead end, <laughs> Um, you look at what your resources are and you look at, well, you know, what, what message do I keep getting over and over again this year? What message is it? And that's where the power lies, whatever that message is. And if you haven't gotten the message yet, then you need to do a little more work to find that message. But it's when we get to the Plutonian part of this is when the breakthrough occurs. So we've got a wall, we got to break through it. Boom. And it's when we understand what the answer and the key is. That key that you get from Pluto, that's the answer to all the Saturn problems. So in these next months, before we get to Saturn-Pluto conjunction, January 12, 2020, when we hit these brick walls, and we're going to hit another one when Mars goes through this same area of the Zodiac, when we get to these places, we have to, have to, take those keys that Pluto's given us and apply them again and keep applying them. And they're going to layer one on top of another. So we're going to, okay, I got through that one. I understand it. Now you've got to go deeper and, and, and get into your power this way. And this is the way in. And, and the key that Pluto gave us keeps getting us in the same door onto another level of the structure that we're in. So Saturn's going to wave its you know, tongue at us, nah. <laughs> and, you know, invite us in, but we've got it. We've got to stay with Pluto. We have to listen to Pluto. We can't listen to Saturn. And, you know, we all had our moments of really listening to Saturn this week. The authorities spoke, the authorities are going to speak. They are speaking and they are telling us things that are difficult, but it's all very strange. See, you're, the authority comes in and like, demand something of you or expect something of you. And you're like, well, you know what? I can't give you all of that. Sorry. I have to hold my ground and stand my, stand my, keep my stance and, and not 
give you every, you can't have it. <laughs> Sorry. And the, there is some place that we need to deeply connect with. And that is our strength and our core and our, and, and that piece of us that's deep inside our gut that has to reveal and protect us at the same time. So I think of it as, you know, Pluto's, Pluto's not easy, but Pluto is going to give you the transformative answers. It's going to say, look, you have to go in and get that core strength. Go find it. What does it look like? What is your core strength? What is your essence? What does your core strength say to you? And what does it look like? Now, I've been told many times what mine looks like, but I've had to keep going and being reminded, but like, you know, uh, uh, hello, this was it. So you're going to have the same things. You're going to say, oh, it's that again. Oh, oh, that, oh, that which I connected with earlier in the year and now I'm finding I need again and again. And we have to build on that core strength because that core strength is going to get us through all this Saturn-Pluto stuff. And it's important because we're going to be tested again and again and again all these months. And next year, you know, there'll be one exact meeting and we can breathe a sigh of relief, but they are going to be back and forth with each other. And it's like, it's getting to the top of the mountain and going back down again over the other side. And that is, you know, that's like, we're climbing the mountain now, we're getting to the peak. And then once we get to January, okay, okay, but we've got to handle it. We've got to own what the core power of our being is saying what the core strength in our being so each of us has a strength we may not be able to see it we may not be able to get in contact with it we may not be able to work with it easily but we have to dig for it pluto's in the darkness pluto's the underworld you got to go into the underworld to find it and it's the only way in it's like okay i've got to i've got to go in now this um, particular aspect this weekend is the full moon and when we have a full moon, there's some sort of illumination, but then there's also, you know, some emotional stuff. And when the sun and the moon opposed each other today, this afternoon, we got a glimpse of what exactly that core strength looks like. And so there's a reason for that too. Jupiter's been helping us out. So Jupiter's in Sag, the moon is in Aries, and those are fire signs. So they're, they get along, and Jupiter made a nice sextile, or the sun made a sextile to Jupiter, and that helped open the door, and then the moon made a nice trine a few hours later to Jupiter, and that helped us along some more. And so that's giving us some answers. Thankfully, Jupiter's involved. And Jupiter is giving us some blessing here. It's like, hey, did you forget that this was your core strength? Do you know what your core strength is? And I think that's the answer for everybody. We have to go in and find it. Because, you know, you might be at, you know, wit's end or like in threads about what's happening to you. And you have to get past the Plutonian thing so that you can understand it and work with it. You know, Saturn's not going to give you that answer. Saturn's going to say, oh, guess what? Here's another roadblock. So you have to go in deeper. Okay. If you keep going in deeper, Saturn's not going to give you too much of a hassle because you're doing your homework. But it's really, you know, the answers are, are hanging out with Pluto. And so it's when you go, oh, that again. Oh, that. Oh, okay. When you have that epiphany, that aha moment, that's what we're looking for in all of this. And 
you know, when we are dealing with a full moon and then Pluto pops its head in the full moon window, <laughs> Pluto is part of this full moon. And so Jupiter was part of this full moon. So the other planets are getting involved and, and it's important that they, that they do get involved because they make it a deeper, richer experience. It's not just, oh, look at the moon. It's pretty in the sky. It's, it's a deeper, richer experience. Um, you may not be able to see the moon. It might be too cloudy where you are, but it's a, a richer experience with Pluto because Pluto is dredging up the very things that, that make us afraid. Like, you know, owning your power is tough. Um, you, you know, we're not afraid of like, we're not afraid of, um, not having power. We're afraid that we are so incredibly powerful we don't know what to do with it. Or will people still like us? Or if I exert my power, what's going to happen? Is there going to be an explosion? Is there going to be a volcano eruption? What's going to happen if I exert my power? If I own it, what will my life look like? Will I still have the people in it that I love? Will they still love me? And that's what's, you know, the hard part about this. So there's the shadows of Pluto. And, and when we open the door and sort of go into the basement, we're, we're flicking on the light and our shadow appears on the wall in the basement. And it's like, oh, oh, that all along. Like, you know what it is. You know who you are. So that's what's really getting you to the other side of this. And, you know, Pluto's going to get you through this. So if you're feeling blue, if you're feeling uh, some anxiousness, if you're feeling emotional, this is, you know, going in is going to get it. Going inside, taking a break, meditating, and not beating yourself up <laughs> is going to help you get your power rolling, okay? So when Jupiter accompanies the full moon in a very nice way, we get to look at things and say, oh, that's what it is. That's, that's how we can move through this successfully. And so Pluto is just, you know, Pluto's showing you something powerful. And, you know, maybe there's some secrets. Maybe there are things going on that you have to uncover. Like maybe there are people behind your back and you need to watch out for that. Pluto, Pluto will help you. Jupiter's going to help you with that too. So that's what, that's what the full moon's about. The full moon you know, one end of it is always there's one end of it's the where the sun is now, which is Libra. And the moon is always at the opposite point, which is Aries this time. <clears throat> and Pluto is in a square to both of them. So <clears throat> meaning they're all at the same degree, 20 degrees of cardinal signs. But Pluto, if you draw the letter T and turn it on its side, that's what you've got. You know, Pluto's in the middle of the two of them. And so the lights, the sun and the moon are connecting with Pluto in a profound way. And we get to watch our own transformation and our own revelations come through this. And it's really important to connect with that. So what did you learn? What are you learning? What are you doing? What's making you feel better about what's happened in the last few days and what's happened in the last week and how can you make your life better and um when we have what i call a t-square what we call a t-square in astrology it 
it looks like, you know, three table legs and one table leg is missing. So, you know, it's unbalanced and the energy has to flow into the place where it's empty, which in this case is 20 degrees of cancer. And if 20 degrees of cancer is, you know, where your sun is or your moon or your Venus or whatever, then you are definitely feeling this full moon in a major way. And you can, you know, cancer likes to hide. Cancer's a water sign. You know, crabs like to dig back into the sand. They run away if you come over to them. They are not going to like hang out with you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they go in the water. And the crab this time, the, the sign of the crab is where the energy spills into. So wherever you have cancer in your chart, if you know your horoscope, you know what window or house you have cancer in and and that's where a lot of these answers are going to come from moving right into tomorrow the 14th we have the sun pluto square as i mentioned but mercury is going to do some nice things it's going to sextile saturn so mercury is you know doing its thing in scorpio and it's doing a nice aspect to saturn and that actually is going to help us get some clarity Hey, um, Mercury is also helping us go into the underworld because remember in the Persephone myth, Mercury was the one who, uh, you know, wagered <laughs> with Pluto and with the, those of the underworld for Persephone's release. Remember, Mercury went down into the underworld and, you know, got uh, negotiated the whole thing. So when he found out that, you know, Persephone could come up into the upper world for half the year because she'd eaten some pomegranate seeds, so she had to stay in the underworld the other half of the year. But remember that Mercury is the negotiator in that. So Mercury is talking to Saturn in a very nice way, and Mercury's in Scorpio. So here we are dealing with, you know, some of the negotiations between Scorpio and Capricorn, which are two very strong, resilient signs. Moving then, Mercury's going to trine Neptune on Tuesday the 15th, and that's actually quite nice. So Mercury is busy. Mercury's getting some answers. Mercury is negotiating. Mercury is playing, you know, peacefully. And since it's in a water sign of Scorpio, of course, it's going to do a nice relationship with the water sign of Pisces. And that's where Neptune's residing right now. So it's all very lovely. What else is going on is that um, we are going to see this week that, you know, the other side of the full moon, the other side of the sun squaring Pluto and start to work with these things in our lives. So we're not going to, you know, just sort of wallow in whatever happened last week. We got to keep moving. We got to keep moving forward. And there was an ad added agitation yesterday because Venus was opposing Uranus. And so there's there's a little bit of that going on. So Venus was Venus was in a little bit of a snit yesterday because <laughs> she's always in a snit when she's in Scorpio, and then opposite Uranus, mm, it's like something something revelatory might have might have happened, something unusual might have happened, something where you're feeling a little shaken up might have happened yesterday. So don't. Don't be surprised if there was a little bit of a tussle yesterday or maybe with some of your loved ones. Um, but then, um, as we move into the week, Venus is moving away from Uranus. And uh, we, we have some actually mellower things going on this week. And nothing, nothing 
you know, as quite as tenacious as the sun squaring Saturn and then squaring Pluto. So we're not finished yet because tomorrow we still have this, you know, tomorrow in the wee hours, but, you know, really tonight we're having these and the sun and Pluto are still hanging out. So whatever is brewing is really, could be really fascinating if you look at it that way. And, you know, as we step away and as Mercury makes its aspects, we're going to get some reverberations of answers because Mercury's get, you know, active with the other planets with Saturn and then Neptune. And then Mercury's really going to be able to give us more information about stuff and, and hidden information and maybe some intuition because it's going to be connecting with Neptune. So that's all a very good thing. So as we move on the other side of the full moon, um, the moon moves is, is void now in Aries and it's moving into Taurus tomorrow afternoon. So we got a long void moon this evening. Take a breather. Don't do anything too strenuous. Don't expect too much of yourself. Watch TV. And um, tomorrow afternoon, 1224 Eastern time, the moon goes into Taurus. So we've, it's void until tomorrow afternoon. And then when we get to Tuesday, it's in Taurus all day. And then it's going to be void all day Wednesday. So 4.37 a.m. Eastern Time, the moon goes void to 10.30 p.m. Wednesday night when it goes into Gemini. And then it's in Gemini for the rest of the weekdays. And, you know, we don't get to enjoy too much of that on Wednesday because it's you know, it's in the evening and at least in our time zones, you know, I'm in mountain time right now. And so then we get the moon in Gemini all day Thursday, we get it all day Friday. And so that's a good time for, again, information. Remember, Mercury is talking a lot this week. So, you know, it rules Gemini. So it's actually good, you know, for us to sort of process. So I think there's going to be a lot of processing for the rest of the week, because at the end of the week, Mercury is going to be busy again. So first it starts the week sextiling Saturn, then it goes to Neptune. And then Saturday, the 19th, Mercury is going to be sextiling Pluto. So it's really, it is connecting with the planets in a smooth way. It's having smooth conversations. It's helping everyone understand things a little better. It's helping us process all the information that we've gathered under the full moon. So do that. Do some journaling. Do some writing. Have some conversations. Talk to people. What was your experience? What has it been like for you in the last week? People are people are having interesting things happen. Some of it is pleasant. Some of it's enlightening. Some of it is awakening. Some of it is not pleasant. But we're all we're all in it together, and we're all moving through it. The moon goes void on Friday night, 10, 14 p.m. Eastern time. And then nice and early on Saturday morning, it goes into Cancer where it will be the rest of the weekend, next weekend. And Venus is going to start to follow Mercury's pattern. So the nice thing is that now that Mercury is having these conversations with first with Saturn, pleasant conversations, first with Saturn, then with Neptune, then with Pluto, uh, next Sunday... Venus will sextile Saturn and have a nice conversation with Saturn, thankfully. And then on Monday the 21st, Venus is going to try Neptune. That's great. So that's a very beautiful, lovely aspect. So we have things to look forward to. And we have things, you know, Venus is going to talk to Pluto nicely at the end of next week. But we're not there yet. So let's stick with this week. 
I expect it to be a processing week. I expect it to be a week where we listen to our lessons. We write things down. We connect with other people. We can share our thoughts. We are with the sun in Libra. There are air planets in the sky. Now it's not all earth with, you know, we've got a lot in earth and then we've got a bunch of things in water. Not a whole lot of fire because Jupiter is in Sag and we don't have much fire going on right now. Um, so use that Jupiter energy because we need it. it. It buoys us up, you know. And the sun, still in Libra, you know, is allowing us to have conversations. And once the sun goes into Scorpio, the middle of next week, then we're going to start seeing things happen where, you know, it's more watery and feeling oriented because we're, we still don't have, you know, we'll have Mars in Libra. And it's, you know, sort of in the middle, but they'll only be just Mars and Libra and Mars doesn't love Libra. So more on that next week. We have a good sense this week of processing. So that's what you got to do. Think about the events, mull it over, meditate, journal, write, communicate, connect. It's all very important. All very important. And, you know, there, there are lots of little things going on. There's lots of little pieces of information that we could have missed during this. So it's important to tune in. My advice for everyone to get through these days, and these days have been tough, is to just, you know, give yourself pause, give yourself peace, don't be hard on yourself, and allow the information to come to you. Get to your core strength. Meditate. You know what your strengths are. So sit quietly with yourself and ask your core to speak. It's very important right now. And these are these are important days. These are leading up to what we're going to experience when we get to the eclipse and Saturn-Pluto in January. So pay attention to the information you're getting and use it. The more information you get about your core strength, about your essence, about what makes you strong and able to plow through your resistances and your and own your power and know how strong you are those very things that are lying there in in that core strength so be with your gut this week okay my name's deb mcbride my website is thegoldenastrologer.com you can go there to astrologer's thoughts and read my new blog where i discuss this full moon in length and my instagram is the golden astrologer and my YouTube channel is The Golden Astrologer, Deb McBride's Golden Astrologer, where I have just put up a new video about the moon in relationships and what it's like to have the moon in a certain sign and how the moon behaves in relationships. The moon is one of the most important parts of your relationship. Um, and so it's important to connect with the moon when you are connecting with others, no matter what the relationship is that you're having. My Twitter is at Deb Astrology. And if you have any questions, you can email me info at the golden astrologer.com. I welcome uh, clients. I welcome sessions. You can book right on my website, the golden astrologer.com. Thank you for listening. And may you have a very pleasant week.